check it out. To everyone who said I wasn't old enough. Ah. To everyone who said I wasn't good enough. To everyone out there who ever booed me. I've got one thing to say. Oh yeah, right here. Thanks. What's my thirst? Proving them wrong. What's yours? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Testing one, two, testing one, two. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Man, we are streaming live right now in the FTJ studios. It's your host, Addison. Welcome to a brand new edition of From the Jump, episode 101 of From the Jump. We are streaming live on all platforms, Spotify, Apple, iHeartMedia, Stitcher, Podbean, wherever podcasts are distributed. That's who we are, so definitely tap into us. But of course, I got to start off today's podcast with breaking news, news that kind of shocked the entire world, sports world first, but of course, just the world in general. And that is of Kobe Bryant. Now, of course, on Sunday, Kobe Bryant died in an apparent helicopter crash that killed him and also eight other people that were on board of that flight as well. Now, all the details to this, you know, situation have not come out yet. So, of course, I won't be reporting on any of them today in regards to the situation. But what we do know is the crash occurred 20 miles away from the Mamba Sports Academy. What we do know is that, uh, apparently there, the, the weather, you know, wasn't, you know, the, the best to be flying in, but, on today's podcast, that's not important. Today's show, that isn't important. What's important is that we celebrate the life of one Kobe Bryant. Of course, the the the, the dream deferred that is of, of of Gianna Bryant, Gigi Bryant, and of course, you know the the other members, of course, that were on this flight as well. But sticking strictly with Kobe because that was you know the the person that we all knew the most, Kobe Bryant. Was an 18-time NBA All-Star. He won five championships. He instantly was one of the, if not biggest, names in basketball outside of, I think, Michael Jordan, outside of LeBron James. It's Kobe Bryant. Black, white, Asian, Hispanic. You knew who Kobe Bryant was. Period. You knew who Kobe Bryant was. From the time you were a kid, basically until the time you saw him play that last game in Utah, you knew exactly who Kobe Bryant was. Kobe Bryant had one of the greatest NBA careers that we've seen in modern day history. Played for one franchise for the entire 20 seasons and didn't change teams. He was a league MVP in 2008. He won two NBA scoring titles. He did win the dunk contest in 1997. He earned 12 selections to NBA all defensive teams, which means that not only was he scoring and not passing the basketball, but he also was locking up your favorite player on the other end of the court. We also got to remember that from 2000 to 2002, he teamed up with Shaquille O'Neal to arguably put together one of the best two-man duos I think we've ever seen in the league. And of course, they went on to win three straight NBA titles. Three straight NBA titles with Shaq. Of course, years later, he ended up going on to win two with Pau Gasol, Andrew Bynum, and of course, the post-Shaq Lakers. He was also a two-time Olympic gold medalist with the USA team. Dominant. Of course, he retired in 2016 after scoring the 60-point NBA game against the Utah Jazz. And of course, in 2017, the Los Angeles Lakers hung both 8 and 24 in the Staples Center. Now, of course, with that being said, I mean, this this, this situation, I think, caught all of us off guard. I think it caught all of us off guard. I think it caught all of us by surprise. It's crazy that Sunday I was moving around. I was moving and shaking. It was a lot going on. 
And I just remember my phone just getting a barrage of texts and calls. And of course, when you kind of get those texts and calls from immediate people and of course people you haven't talked to in a long time, of course, you instantly think something's wrong, right? And I, that was the first thing my mind went to because I was like, okay, my dad was calling me, my mom was calling me, I had homies calling me, I had like, cause I had like a lot of people calling me and texting me from a lot of different places. And so eventually I end up calling my dad back. And of course he breaks me the news that Kobe passed away. So I was like, ah, okay. My dad told me, okay, cool. But you know, you got to read for yourself. Cause of course somebody else can tell you, but they have already found out the news for themselves. So it was just incumbent upon me to find out the news for myself. And of course, once I read the news, I called Eric and I think me and him probably, we, we got together and we just chatted for like two or three hours. And then we just talked about this whole entire situation, man. And it was just sad, of course, watching the play out. Of course, hearing the fact that his daughter passed away in the wreck as well. I mean, that kind of was like the gut punch. That kind of really was the camel that broke the, the straw that broke the camel's back, if you will, was hearing that. And as I said, man, you, you, you just, you didn't want to see Kobe go out this way. I mean, this was a guy who we've seen dominate on the court. This is a guy who we've seen off the court win Oscars. This is a guy who we've seen slowly but surely transition into a family man. So we have really seen the highs and the lows of Kobe Bryant's life, really without social media. You know, nowadays everybody's on social media. So, of course, you kind of get to see the highlights of it. But we got to really got to see it. On television, we had the Denver, Colorado scandal. I mean, there was so much that transpired in Kobe Bryant's life in front of our eyes that we all were able to see and witness and critic. I remember prior to LeBron kind of being the hated guy in the NBA, you know, kind of like if you hate LeBron, love LeBron kind of deal. That guy was Kobe Bryant. Of course, I was literally too young to see Michael Jordan, so I didn't get to watch Michael Jordan play. Again, I kind of saw clips at the end when he played for the Wizards. And, of course, you can watch old games when he played for the Bulls. But it's not the same of growing up in that era, watching the games, watching the Game 7s, you know, watching Jordan hoist that trophy. I saw all those moments with Kobe Bryant. Same, I saw all those moments with LeBron. Same, I saw all those moments with Tim Duncan. But to be specific with Kobe Bryant, I remember seeing all the game winners. I remember being in the classroom in fourth grade yelling, Kobe, when you shoot at the trash can. I remember doing a little double hesitate. I remember that. I, I remember all of that. I remember having homies. I got a homie. Shout out to homie Trey. Who else I got a homie? Shout out to the bro Steven. It's a couple of homies that I got by name that like were diehard Kobe Bryant Laker fans, man. And so, of course, when the news broke on Sunday, man, it, it, it was it was shocking to the rest of us. So I just think at this point going forward, I think Kobe Bryant's legacy has been cemented. As I said earlier, he will be into the Hall of Fame. I believe when it's all said and done, he will be arguably in that top conversation, our top two, three players of all time. Depending on who you ask, it's going to be MJ, LeBron, Kobe. Some people are going to be Kobe, MJ, LeBron. However you ask, whoever you ask, it's going to be a different list. But one thing's for sure, two things for certain that we all can all in common say about Kobe Bryant was that he worked hard. And damn, he was good, man. R.I.P. Kobe Bryant, G.G. Bryant, and the rest of those family members that was on that flight. Being from the hood should never be glorified like you're from the hood. It's not an option. You know, it's just, it is what it is. But instead of glorifying it, try to help it. I'm going to try to make sure I put on the best facade I can. If it has to be a facade or whatever, to teach them to do the right thing. Like, never nothing negative. Positive vibes on me. I try to help them already as much as I can, but by me doing this with Reebok and them giving me an opportunity to help better them, it was just like the perfectest thing ever. The perfectest thing ever. Like, them that mean a lot to me.
come all. And prepare to make your Taco Bell cravings come true with mouth-watering acts like the three bold flavors of the Double Stack Taco. A taco so melty, yet crunchy. It's a show like you've never tasted before. All for just $1 each. The $1 Double Stack Tacos on the Cravings Value Menu. Value that never ceases to amaze. Yes, sir. We are back in FTJ Studios. Of course, I'm with my engineer, Eric, on the ones and twos, hooking it up always, making me sound real, real good. But thank you to everybody that's been streaming the podcast, tapping in. Like I said, we have surpassed over 100 episodes. And of course, I have not done it without you. So I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for tapping in this podcast. Of course, we're streaming on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartMedia, Podbean, Deezer, uh, Pod Media, wherever podcasts are distributed and are found. That's where we are. So man, definitely keep tapping into us. Definitely continue to keep showing us love. We definitely keep coming with the podcast. But of course, man, of course, it's tough, tough, tough news around the sports world, man. The Kobe Bryant news, man, that's that's tough, man. I remember Kobe as a kid, man. Kobe with the fro, Kobe number eight, the Kobe Sprite commercials, man. Uh, I remember the kids, um, you know, nowadays, they, they, I know they got LeBron James and I know they, you know, they kind of got, you know, some other scores like James Harden. But man, Kobe back in his heyday when he was pre like pre Shaq, like those days when he was just Eddie Jones and Nick Van Exel, those those Laker days, man, man, hey, man, Kobe was a dog. Hey, man, R.I.P. to Kobe, man, age 41. But, of course, you know we got to continue on with the podcast. Of course, this week is Super Bowl 54, Super Bowl Live, as we like to call it, in Miami. And, of course, of course, you know we lit is turned up. Yay, area Niner gang will be in the building. You know, the Kansas City Chiefs, Mahomes and them boys going to be in the building. And, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about this football game because I think we got two contrasting styles. I think one, we could have an offensive shootout. I think people forget that the 49ers can really put up points. I know we saw them really dominate the, the Green Bay Packers two weeks ago on the ground. But you remember that game against the, the New Orleans Saints when they put up 49 points in that shootout game in the Superdome? Yeah, they can score with the best of them too. So if the Kansas City Chiefs happen to get hot and this is a shootout type of football game, the 49ers can go there as well. They still have Emmanuel Sanders. They still have Debo Samuel. George Kittle is still amongst the best tight ends, if not arguably one of the best tight ends in football. So again, like I said, this Kansas City Chiefs offense versus this this San Francisco offense could be something to watch for. I mean, again, I know we're showing a lot of love to the 49ers defense, and I have been one of this podcast to champion that defense. Again, like I said, Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead. I mean, that 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 front seven is lethal. And like I said, when they got Quan Alexander back, basically in that NFC, you know, kind of championship-like game, I thought that that was a huge boost for this 49er team. And not only that, now they were able to get healthy. I think Richard Sherman was kind of banged up coming into the playoffs. He's had two weeks now to prepare. So I kind of been championing his defense. But at the same time, both of these offenses have, you know, that type of ability to go lethal. And as I said, with that defense, again, I believe, you know, people, are, you know, they want to get away from it. But defense wins championships. It's the bottom line. Defense wins championships year in and year out. The defense has to get a stop in order for you to win a championship. And I think the most critical one I could possibly remember was the New England versus the Philadelphia Eagles game. And had Philadelphia not got that sack, remember that night they didn't get not a sack on Brady. He had over 500 yards. Statistically, that was one of his best Super Bowls that Brady put on. But at the same time, the Philadelphia Eagles got the sack in which they needed in the right specific moment. So as a result, they ended up winning that football game. And I still believe the adage is true. Defense wins championships. And when I look across defense for defense, I mean, though Kansas defense, Frank Clark, they have a formidable defense, man. Formidable defense. Tyron Matthew on that back end has kind of really spearheaded that defense. 
But at the end of the day, I, I, for my eye for test, I got to go with this 49ers defense. I just think for one game, if you can give me Nick Bosa, DeForest Buckner, D. Ford, uh, Eric Armstead, Quan Alexander, Richard Sherman, Jimmy Ward, if I can have those cast of guys for one football game, I like my chances. And as I said, if Andy Reid does not come into this football game running the ball, it's going to be hard for Mahomes to really just throw the ball for 500 yards and eight touchdowns against this San Francisco 49ers defense. It just is. So, again, I'm not going to give my pick just yet because I want to drop another podcast before I believe the week is over with. But if I end up don't dropping a podcast, I'm going to say it right now. I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers 27-24 over the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, I grew up, I grew up a diehard, I mean a diehard Laker fan. Diehard. I mean, I knew knew everything about every player that's ever played here. So to be drafted and then traded to this organization and to spend 20 years here, I mean, you can't you can't write something better than this. My family, to my family, my wife Vanessa, our daughters Natalia and Gianna. You know, thank you guys for all your sacrifice. You know, for all the hours I spent in the gym working and training. And Vanessa, you holding down the family the way that you have. I, I, I can't, there's no way that I can thank you enough for that. But yes, sir, man, we are streaming live right now in FTJ Studios. Small episode today. It's just not a lot to talk about. I mean, like I said, Super Bowl is this weekend. I'll probably drop another podcast, if not before the Super Bowl, if after the Super Bowl. But man, RIP to Kobe Bryant. The situation is just tough. But I want to leave you with this. I know, you know, every day, you know, we have our hustle and bustles. And I know we as individuals, and I'm speaking to you specifically that is listening to this podcast on the sound of my voice. And I know you have your hustle and bustle every day. I know you got to get to where you got to get to. But sometimes in life, take a stop and just look around and just be thankful for what you have. Because sometimes in life, it really isn't promised. When Kobe Bryant went up that Sunday morning, taking his daughter to that basketball game, They were daddy and daughter time. They were going to go to the game. They were going to have a great day. Never to come back to the house. So when you see your loved ones, you see those that you come in contact with, tell them you love them. Tell them you care about them. Tell them you miss them. If there's a relationship you feel like you need to fix, why not wait? Fix it now. You never know. Tomorrow is not promised. It's your host, Addison, episode 101 of From the Jump. We out.